Welcome, everyone, to the last form of media that isn't showing Taylor Swift, although we can't promise she won't show up. It's not no Taylor Swift. It's just <laughs> less Taylor Swift. Honestly, Taylor Swift. honestly, though, it hasn't been bothering me. But as somebody who really? doesn't... It bothers me. And I don't even watch football. <laughs> I think the, the Chiefs organization as a whole just bothers me. Like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, they were bothering me way, bo- way longer <laughs> than Taylor Swift. Had. I mean, Taylor Swift's been bothering me since high school because, yeah, because just... dating in 2009 was almost impossible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, I just don't get her. One in five people say that they're going to vote for whoever she says to vote for in the presidential That's election. That's amazing. One in That's five. That's amazing kind of power. One in five One people. One in five people? That's too many people. Get her out of here. That's too many people. Um, uh, so again, I can't promise she won't show up. I can almost <laughs> promise she won't show up. Um, it's kind of the same odds of like being killed by a cow at any given moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they're, mm-hmm. They're, We've got a lot around here, too. They're never zero, but they're close. <laughs> so, Well, welcome, everyone, back to season seven. Is that what we're For on? For a while. Season seven. Yeah. My goodness. Episode 50, the big shebang, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Of the Two Words podcast. I'm just so thankful. Like, I know I say this every year, but like after seven seasons, man, people are still listening. Still listening. Like, two, you know, two words and, and, and love thy nerd. They still want me to keep showing up. So, they do. You know, it, it's amazing. And today for our, uh, our episode 50 spectacular... We're throwing back to some of our favorite episodes, mm-hmm. um, which is why we're calling this episode Throwback. Even though I think technically... Technically, that's is, one word, but we're going to separate gonna, it. We're going to separate it because they're two words by themselves. <laughs> that's fine. Um, and we're going to be fielding some questions uh, from those, some, from some of our favorite episodes. But first, hey, yo, uh, I think the big unavoidable news of, uh, of the year... Our truth is out of the judgment day. I can't believe As, it. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's the worst. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Vin- Vince McMahon uh, has officially resigned. Nick Khan announced the resignation of the World Wrestling Entertainment founder on January 26th amid a lawsuit being brought against him by a former employee accusing McMahon of sexual assault, physical abuse, and trafficking. Oh. I have that one on my bingo card. Um, and and, and I, I, think, I, I think it's safe to say we're not going to get into the details of this lawsuit. Right. Um, but it does involve, uh, it does name Vince McMahon. Um, it also named John Laurinaitis, former executive vice president of talent relations, uh, and the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Didn't directly name him, but described him pretty <laughs> much unavoidably. So, um, yeah, and yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 big news. You know, not just because Vince McMahon is like 
the founder of this all, you know, he's the godfather of this whole thing. Um, but you know, why didn't we expect this? We <laughs> knew, we knew he was a scumbag when it came to cheating on his wife and the lady, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. I really didn't think this. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I read some of the text messages and, um, those are just some things you don't, don't say read. To don't read them. Don't. Don't. If, read them. if you haven't, don't. It'll it'll kill a part of your soul. It'll it will destroy every bit of your childhood <sighs> that's remaining. Um, but yeah, and so uh, and we're gonna talk a little bit about more kind of what it means moving forward creatively. But um, I, I think this is a big shift. This is gonna be a big shift in programming. Mm-hmm. Gonna be a big shift creatively. Um, and and I think that even though you kind of knew when TKO was taking over that like Vince McMahon was just like they gave him a job. It's like here you can you can it's like a figurehead position almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now I think he's definitely out of the way. Uh, and and yeah, very interesting. Um, I, I, I do want to. Do you have something else? To I have something to okay. add to this. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so this this actually comes from Dave Meltzer uh, as of today when we're filming. Uh, you can't. You know, when it comes to something like this, especially something so big, you kind of want to have the mindset of you know innocent until proven guilty. But uh, Dave Meltzer reported with Wrestling Observer that was part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> That everybody knew certain things, not all the oh, things. Yeah. Things. Uh, things. <laughs> uh, word of McMahon's actions made it outside the company as well, to the point that uh, the best friend of a longtime WWE employee knew all of it. Dave Metzler said, uh, "Yes, it stops and ends with Vince McMahon. He was the guy at the top. But as somebody said to me tonight, the whole place from the walls and." Uh, from the walls and everything was pretty much crawling with bad things and they need to blast that place up. And, uh, they kind of do. Everybody knew certain things. I had one person who didn't even work for the company, but was best friends with somebody who worked for the company for decades. And I said, man, there's a whole lot there that I hadn't heard before. And he just goes, why are you so naive? I was friends with this person. I knew all of it. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it seems more like there were a lot of people who knew at least some of this stuff was going on mm. and are more, now that it's been called out, willing to say, glad it's finally been called out. Yeah. Um, the rumor is that that's why Stephanie left and hasn't been a part of it when he's in charge. Um, rumor is that that's why Trips and him haven't had a good working relationship for a while. And some people are saying, you know, like anybody who knew anything should be let go. Oh, yeah. And but I mean, that would include Triple H if that's, that's the case. I mean, that's, you don't just hide stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this sort of stuff, it, it doesn't just stay under wraps. And yeah, part of uh being good at lying is not telling anybody the skeevy underhanded lying that you're doing. And it yeah. sounds like he texted a lot of people <laughs> some very skeevy <laughs> underhanded lying stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard spot to be in, I think, especially for Triple H and Stephanie, because 
We don't know how much they knew or to what extent if yeah. they knew it was this bad or if they thought that it was just his normal yeah. philandering around. Um, nor do we know if they had any evidence to prove anything mm-hmm. if they were to call it out and just blow up the entire organization. Um, plus, it's you know father, father in law. Oh yeah, you know that's it's it's hard to be the one to do that to pull the trigger on somebody like that. Yeah. So I, I have a little bit of grace in my mind for Triple H and Stephanie not knowing how far, you know, how much they knew. Yeah. I don't think that getting rid of anybody that, because first of all, how do you prove anybody knew anything? Right. You know, like, like you're saying. Um, but at the same time, I, I think if you were to get rid of everybody that knew something, you'd probably be getting rid of everything. It's gone. Yeah. I mean, the, whole, <laughs> the whole thing is dismantled. And so, um, I, I just, I, you know, and, and yes, these are allegations at the time. Um, you know, may all come out. Yeah, this lady was completely lying. But um, since it doesn't sound seem like anybody's put out a statement that says we are taking the stance that this woman is lying, <laughs> aside from Vince himself, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and it the fact that it seems like no one's surprised. Oh yeah, in the organization that also. Very telling, very telling. Very telling. Um, and so at this time, um, as of the recording of this podcast, um, we did a episode last year, last season, was last year, but last season, um, one of our uh, superstar showcases or spotlights or whatever we're calling Career it. After, yeah, we go. <laughs> We've been doing this for seven seasons. Welcome we to should the figure, Superstar Showcase. We should figure out what, what we're calling things, <laughs> um, but we haven't. Uh, but we did one on Vince McMahon, and you know, I think we were both very honest about you know him as a person versus him as you know the creator of this thing. Um, but I also think that um, you know at at this particular moment, it's probably best that we take that episode down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're looking on any of our, uh, podcast lists, it's going to skip from 46 to 40, 47 to 49, 47 to 49. Yeah. 47 to 49. Um, and it, you know, if, if this all comes out and changes, you know, sure. We might put it back up later and, um, you know, I, I don't think that's going to upset anybody, but if, if it upsets you, uh, I am sorry. But it is, um, it yeah, we, we certainly weren't like cheerleading of this man can do nothing yeah, wrong. No. We were just really looking at the career aspect. Yeah. But um, right now it feels kind of wrong to celebrate anything. Yeah. Vince McMahon. Um, and, you know, it, back when, uh, back, I want to say it was two, 2020 or 2021, um, it was when kind of racial relations were really ramping up. Uh, Bill Lawrence went on the, um, fake doctors, real friends podcast saying that he was going to have a couple of episodes of scrubs removed because they, you know, the part of the joke was blackface and he's mm. like, listen, it's my art. I get to do whatever I want to with it. Um, and kind of the same thing with this. I mean, it's, it's our podcast. We're going to choose <laughs> what we, what we do and don't celebrate. And, um, I think you're right. You know, in, Seeming to celebrate things just doesn't seem like our best interest. Let's find something happier to talk about. Uh, well, then maybe I should go first and knock out another sad thing. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, we know what Brock Lesnar's original plans were going to be that got scrapped. Okay. Uh, so as we said, Brock was also implicated as well in the Vince scandal, uh, which resulted in him being pulled from the Royal Rumble. 
and any future plans. Uh, he was going to be in the Royal Rumble. He was going to be doing exactly what Braun Breaker wound up doing. Braun yes. Breaker replaced him, uh, took his place, and uh, again, Braun Breaker was eliminated by Dominic Mysterio. And that's what was going to happen to Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Which oh. would then set up a match between Dirty Dom and Brock Lesnar at the Elimination Chamber, which is a match I would have loved to see. So thanks a lot, Brock. Uh, Thanks for being so- <laughs> And rumor is that Brock would have been facing Gunther at WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, all of that scrapped. Uh, it's not known yet if they'll take Braun down that path instead. Uh, but it does imply, they are implying that Braun's coming up to the main roster. So it's mm-hmm. possible that that's going to be his first run. Uh, PW Insider, though, reports that Brock won't be back for a long time. And some people believe he won't be back ever. Which would probably be the right move. Again, figuring out where all the cards kind of fall, Mm -hmm. um, it it, it may not have a choice. Right. It may not be given a choice, especially since now there are other people involved that do not care so much about the WWE brand, but the TKO overall. overall, It's a whole different ball game now because you have a massive corporation. Yeah, we view this a lot different than you do. Um, uh, So let's find some good news. Hey, yo, (laughs) Pat McAfee's back on commentary. Hey, for like a while. For a long time. Yeah, probably until, you know, football season starts back up again. I like that. Um, Yeah, I I love it. Love that he's back. He did Um, great on Raw. Him, yeah. yeah, him and him and uh, Michael Cole have such good chemistry. Um, he's he's got a great, you know. I would love to see him go more of a heel commentator, like dip into it a little bit. Right. He he snuck in a few jabs yeah. on Raw uh, this past Monday, but yeah, yeah. One of my favorite call, one of my favorite things that he ever said on commentary was, uh, it was. Um, authors of pain were coming out. This is a couple years ago. And he said, so like they were coming down and he's, he just kept ranting about all of the books. These men have written about pain book after book after leather bound book. They smell of mahogany. <laughs> and it was awesome. It's he's like a, that, that brings like an energy. He's and, a wordsmith That's and him sure. and him and, uh, Corey Graves, they play off of each other so well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very, very excited about that. Um, Hey, yo, uh, it's being reported that rock versus reigns is still on for WrestleMania. Um, while speaking on the wrestle observer radio, Dave Meltzer noted WWE is going forward with Rhodes versus reigns, but they're also still planning to do the rock versus Roman reigns at some point in 2024. It is unclear what exactly that means for WrestleMania. Uh, is there a speculation? Each match could take place on each night with Reigns working back-to-back nights. Right. That's a possibility. It's also possible that Rock will relent and just do it at a different pay-per-view that they're trying to build up. Do it at SummerSlam. Um, Yeah, SummerSlam would be not as big, but it could be. Yeah. They could make it feel as big. Yeah. Um, But I wouldn't hate, especially if there's still the plan for Roman to take like a significant time off, because that was hinted at last year, Mm -hmm. that he was going to take like six months away. And then he's just kind of been taking a few weeks at a time away. I wouldn't hate for him to just be decimated. <laughs> Two nights Lose the title on, on uh, night one. Lose the head of the tribal chief, or head of the table, rather, moniker 
on night two. I wouldn't hate that. But it could also be a he's going to lose it, but then he's going to beat The Rock to prove that he's still the guy or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. If that happens, though, I'm not going to be mad at it, no, whatever the outcome, because no, that'll be fun. And I think that'd be fun. Um, it does take away another main event spot. But here's the deal. Because um, the, the the most recent Raw, um, Cody Rhodes came out and had his deal with, C- or with, with Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins is like, hey, you want to come after the title that really matters, the title people want to see, you're going to face me. And Cody Rhodes is like, oh, that's something to think about. It was um, an impassioned that was a, speech. That was a terrible Cody Rhodes. <laughs> well, well, that's well, something well, to think well. about. Shazam, shazam, shazam. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I swear, if... If Cody Rhodes challenges for the World Heavyweight Championship, I will riot in my yes, own house. Please no. I will. <laughs> we can't do this again, guys. He's will, already he's already made it clear that that's not finishing the story. Yeah. He said that already many times. That winning that championship's not finishing the story. It has to be the WWE Championship. I can't keep doing the story thing. No, it's got to be done. I all I can think about is. Um, the episode of uh, Community where Starburns dies, and the moment when everything's ramping up at his at his wake, and uh, Fat Neil like everybody's screaming, and Fat Neil just kind of like pushes over a trash can and goes, "It's a riot!" Like that's <laughs> what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna riot in my own house with four people. Like I am. I will. I will. No. No. That's not how this works. <laughs> okay, ready for Go me? Go on Sorry. with the chlorophyll. Uh, <laughs> hey, yo. Know, uh, sad, but not ter- terrible. Um, not terrifying like the other ones. CM Punk is out. Yep. Which, if you saw on, on Monday, he announced it. Uh, poor dude cannot catch a break. What, he tore his shoulder, right? Uh, tore, tore tricep. Uh, CM Punk suffered a torn tricep at the Royal Rumble in his first like match back, uh, and now he's out for a few months, and he will miss WrestleMania. The original plans were for him to face Seth Rollins in one of the main events. Uh, he gave a heartfelt heartfelt lament on Raw about it. Uh, first, saying twice, "I don't want you to feel sorry for me," and then immediately saying, "But I guess I'm just not meant to have a WrestleMania moment." And looking forlornly and crying. Gosh. (laughs) Tearing up. Uh, But, yeah, we'll we'll see. Him and Cody (laughs) did have a cool buildup with the uh, the I'm the American Dream and I'm 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 CM Punk. Such a good face And then CM Punk being like, okay, let me lay it out here for you. You're going to get your WrestleMania moment, but then it's going to get taken away from you by somebody bigger and stronger. (laughs) It's like, oh, man. We're all all just... (laughs) I'll just Aaron grievances here. Um, yeah. So last year, um, the New York Jets football team paid a lot of money, an, an exorbitant amount of money, to get Aaron Rodgers to sign 
to play quarterback in New York. And, right. and part of his demand, and they met his demands, which was surround him with all this talent and receivers and do this, that, and the other. And he played like three downs for the New York Jets before having a season or career ending injury. I remember that. And that's just what I think about with yeah. it was like we've done everything we can to help you. You just come back and, and make us money. And then he's for one month and a rumble match. We have the same feeling with Bray Wyatt. Like Bray Wyatt was oh, gone yeah. for so long. And then we had such this big buildup for his return. And he was here for, it felt like what a month, one, two months at the most. Wasn't much. And then he was out sick again for forever. And then worst case scenario happened. Yeah. Like these kind of, it's, it's amazing to me, honestly, that we have, so few injuries that we do. Oh yeah. Because it seems like there are a few people that are just out always. Oh yeah. Seamus, I feel like, is out every other year <laughs> with an injury. Like, and then there's just some people that just like never get injured. Yeah. The Miz. Miz has never had an injury yeah. that has taken going. him out. Yeah. Um it's um, crazy. Yeah, and and yeah. And you think about the buildup that they did for Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was some some genius put his build right. up together um, and sent Radio Matt into a frenzy. Frenzy, man! But I was eating it up. But yeah, no, it was it was crazy. Well, um, finally, uh, hey yo. Dave Meltzer reports that he believes Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews are interested in leaving AEW, hence why the House of Black lost to FBTR in Daniel Garcia on the January 27th edition of Collusion. 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 Collision. Um, however, <laughs> Brody King, a uh, member of the House of Black, tweeted, Funny how someone's opinion just becomes fact because they've been watching wrestling a long time. Uh, he said the format and stipulation of the cage match was always what it was going to be. It's not our fault that the wording on the graphic changed. And Buddy Matthews tweeted for a reporter that's in air quotes. Uh, he doesn't know much about doing any research. Mm. Um, and this is, this is the problem that we have with Dave Meltzer is, um, you have to take everything he says with a grain of salt because sometimes he's right and sometimes he's pulling it out of his butt. That makes me sad. I had heard the first part, not the second part. Yeah. Um, well, and this could also just be House of Black. Sure. Sure. Pulling the rug out. I would love to see them both come back. That would be fun. I would love to see them both and I would love to see uh, Matt Cardona back. Yeah. I think all three would do fantastic. I'd love to see the two of them come back um, and basically like have a feud with Judgment Day. Mm. And like, let's show you how it's really done. Ooh. It's just, yeah. I like that. Because Judgment Day has turned into a comedy segment. I don't hate it, though. I don't hate it, but when, but it, was, right. when it was Edge's faction, it was a lot. You know, there was a domineering group of, of individuals, and I now agree. it's, you know, now it's Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> dirty Dom. And, uh, yeah, Dirty Dom. Dirty Dom Dom. Prison Dom. Um, <laughs> doing really bad Eddie Guerrero impressions, and R-Truth, mm -hmm. <laughs> who is, you know, the shining star of everything. But he is. You have anything else? Not for news, no. Okay. Well, when, uh, oh, wait, we're not coming back. 
We're here. We're here. We're here to stay. We're changing the format, no more breaks. For somebody who refuses to to figure everything out, I really have a hard time dropping some things. <laughs> um, and so, uh, well, moving on, I guess, um, uh, let's talk Royal Rumble. We just had the Royal Rumble this last Saturday. Um, and I'll just say right out the gate, I thought it was a great pay-per-view. I give it a solid premium B. live event. I give it a solid um, B. Yeah. I give it a solid low A. I think. Low A. Yeah. Um, just because they hit their marks mm-hmm. to me, it really hit the marks. Um, with the women's Royal rumble, I thought it was immediately off to a great start. Having Naomi come out, um, kind of overshadowed Natalia, but I think Natalia overshadowed, like Natalia is just consistently overshadowed. All the, of the time. Natalia is the Dolph Ziggler of the women's division. Like she's, she's just Ziggler. she's just there to be a workhorse right yeah, now. She's almost that person that that is just in the ring when you come back from commercial break. She's like a live but Yeah. She's like barely. the right above. She her. has the talent to be whatever WWE want WWE wants her to be. They but just don't want her to be anything. Nobody wants her to they be don't anything. Want her. So um uh, i thought it was great to have naomi back um i thought yeah, naomi looked great yeah naomi did looked fantastic great, did great um jordan grace showing up from tna tna knockouts champion um, and i think i think just keep on doing that wore the belt to the ring and everything yeah. just like um mickey james mickey james did yeah um the cool thing about jordan grace over the mickey james things was two things for me one, we we knew jo- uh, Mickey James was right. coming in like a month before. Yeah, and we um, also she has such a storied career already in WWE. Yeah, and we knew Mickey James. Yeah, this was like, oh, the TNA Knockouts champ is here. Like, who's never was, been in WWE? It was a surprise. Yeah, um, and and they made her look strong too. Oh, they, they featured her well and for a long time. Yeah. I think it's almost impossible not to make her look strong. She's so strong (laughs) and she's so buff and it's a little terrifying. Um, But uh, no, I thought she did. I thought she did great. Um, I thought it was great. Them putting it, just bring the knockouts champion every year. Yeah. I'm good with that. That's cool. It's a cool thing. I'm good with that. Um, Now, eventually though, I have to see the knockouts champ win. And go to WrestleMania. I wouldn't hate that either. I don't think anybody would like. If, we, if we're if we're coming up on the time and and y'all just don't have a good women's storyline going, because the a, knockouts division is a good throw division. an audible and get the knockouts division champion yeah. to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, the knockout she'll division. lose there, but that's fine. She'll take the check. <laughs> she'll take the check. <laughs> you think it's about money? It's not about money. Um. Yeah, no, this is, I mean, it would be, it'd be a slam dunk. Cause especially as that knockouts division is yeah, solid. I mean, as much crap as I give TNA, mm-hmm. that division is solid. Mm-hmm. Um, the R-Truth spot. Oh gosh. Best, best bit. Perfectly timed too. Um, and I, I, acted so like, he's such a goofy guy, but like him coming out, looking at, um, what's her name? The, the, Val, how do you pronounce her name? Valhalla. Is it just Valhalla? Yeah. Valhalla? Okay, yeah. Uh, Looking at her with like... Uh, Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you look? Just staring at her as yeah. he's running by, like kind of weirded out. Getting in the ring, just be like... <laughs> just, like, he sells it so well, like you believe that he's making this mistake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
then like, it, and then it costing Sarah Logan um, because she's so distracted by him. She gets in and immediately gets knocked out. Yeah. She's having to be held back by the refs or whatever it's, to, it's from fantastic. attacking archers. It was such a good bit. It's the best, best, be, much better bit than Pat McAfee later on. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Which we'll talk about. Him. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, honestly, this one was better than the men's for me. Oh, absolutely. I think this is the best match of the night. Yeah. Um, Jade Cargill debuted finally. That yep. was amazing. Saw her power as she single-handedly eliminated Nia Jax, which I don't think anybody single-handedly eliminated Nia yeah. Jax yet. Uh, Liv Morgan returned at the very end. Love we it. knew it was coming, but very exciting. Uh, no Ronda Rousey. Also a plus for me. <laughs> I'm kind of over her. We're fine. <laughs> I think there was some great storytelling with some of the ongoing feuds, um, such as Nia and Becky. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. They both immediately went for each other. And uh, Bailey won. And people loved it. Yeah. And uh, watched the press conference after. And, like, a little bit of face Bailey's is peeking out back again. during that time. And that, that makes me excited. I, I need to see the... Whacking, waving, inflatable tube can... men back. I really I, need I it. I love it. Um, and I did like uh, when in the press conference afterwards, um, Triple H, whom I love seeing him in readers. Yeah. Little reading glasses. It makes he me just feel looks so like an old, adorable though. old man. It makes <laughs> me feel so old, though. Um, he looks like he's looking through a paper for the obituary of his <laughs> friends. Like, that's, that's what it looks like. But he made a comment about Jordan Grace showing up and, you know, like she did great. She looked great. He goes, I'm not going to use any of those dumb words like doors or anything like that because that's not what this is. Like, okay, man, take your shots. Just chill like, out. Just chill out a little bit. You it's take a, the, it's take, a fun thing. Take the win, brother. Um, <laughs> fatal four way for the United States or for the Universal, Universal Championship. Championship. Um, all my notes really for this are any other time this would have been a great match to watch. Yeah. But knowing that Roman Reigns was going to win made it feel unbelievably unnecessary. Yeah. I can't really remember any of the spots from the match. I remember uh, the the L.A. Knight um, slamming Randy Orton into the table a whole bunch of times. That was cool. And it never breaking. And it never breaking, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it just felt like we could have done this match any other time and it would have been fine, but... It came across as the mid-card match. Oh, yeah. Which the Universal title match never should. How is this the bathroom match? Right, right. Um, the stacking thing is getting dumber and dumber every time. It's just getting more ridiculous. It's, yeah, it, it doesn't look right or real. Um, we didn't need Solo to inter intervene at all. Yeah. Why do we have to keep doing it? Is it just to... Prove that Roman Reigns is going to cheat every chance he gets, but like he just he didn't have a place in this match. Yeah. Um, but you're right; it just it felt mid because we all knew what was going to happen, and I feel like Roman Reigns is now in that weird place, which which more signals to me that they need to take the belt off of him. That we're mad that he doesn't defend the title more, but whenever he does we're also bored because yeah. we know he's going to win he's going to keep it till mania and so the only yeah the only chance to for us to feel anything is going to be at wrestlemania where there's a chance he's going to take it off and so if they don't take it off of him now 
don't have him wrestle until the next WrestleMania then yeah. because that's it's going to be pointless. Yeah. No one's going to care. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's, it was okay. It was not a bad match. Yeah, it, it just wasn't a hype you had match. It, you had it with so many superstars. Yeah. And it's just like, you had the top four talented dudes in your, in your whole roster. And <laughs> I, Back in my head, I was I was kind of even hoping for an L.A. night win, yeah. even if he just had it for a night. Yeah, Roman Reigns challenges him on Raw the next time, takes it back. That's the kind of crap they used to do during the Attitude Era that made yeah. everything feel so unpredictable. Yeah, they didn't care if it wasn't for the fact that they're protecting Roman Reigns' stupid streak. Yeah, which I no longer care about. It was cool, whatever. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, because it's been years now of this. They used to do that all the time in the Attitude Era. Just you do what? Unexpectedly, someone won this title, and then they got beaten to to heckin back the next night and lost it again, and it was put back on the rightful person, yeah. whatever. But that was fun. I miss that kind of stuff. It makes you wonder, like, how people cared about Bruno San Martino having the title for what was it like 20 years or something? Yeah. But I mean, it's, I mean, I don't think it was that long, but it was a long time. The back then, you know, it's because nobody, you weren't watching it on TV. Well, and, and you know? that's true. Yeah. No, it wasn't it, oversaturated it was like with 80 hours of wrestling a week. Like <laughs> back then you saw, you heard from him once a year, it felt like. And so, you know, that's fine. Yeah. He's still champ. That's great. But, uh, we, we've got so much saturation with wrestling that to just have it stuck on him because we're because we're also not moving around any of the other titles seth rollins has had it for months and months and months mm-hmm. gunther's had the longest intercontinental reign in yeah. forever um the only thing that's moving around a little bit is the united states championship and i mean the women's tag titles are moving every other week yeah. but you know anything that matters so we're not we're not getting any of these big exciting moments anymore of titles changing hands all because we're doing these weird streaks. You can't do so many streaks in a row. So I just <laughs> tried to google um how long was Bruno San Martino champion and before I could write the word champion Google was like he was 5'10". He was like, what? How, he was 5'10". 5'10". <laughs> like how who asks the question how long was Bruno San Martino? <laughs> What was no, he was he was long. He was a long guy. Google yeah. That's how you ask some other questions. Um he was champion for twenty eight hundred days. Uh twenty eight hundred and three days. So it was seven years, eight months, and one. Okay, yeah, that seems more accurate. Um, but yeah, you th- I mean like you but you're right, you know, he only wrestled, you know, so many But aren't we like half that right now? We're getting there. With Roman Reigns, and that's a long time when there's so much wrestling happening. We're getting there. Uh United States <laughs> Championship. Uh I fun thought this match. was a four-star match. Yeah, real good, uh, real fun. A solid four. Good story, good wrestling, great ending. I keep waiting for Logan to let us down and he doesn't. It it he's great in the ring, he's entertaining. Uh, I think the ending with the ref spotting the knucks on yeah. Kevin Owens, which every other ref in history has been blind as a bat. <laughs> yeah, but this time, this is the one mid count. <gasps> I loved it. Though. But Kevin Owens has always had good like mid count, you know, stoppages. 
because I still love the, you know, like on two and a half, like touching the rope with your yeah. finger. Yeah. I loved that. It was great. So, um, no, and it, and it sets up, you know, yeah, we're going to have a no disqualification match at uh, Elimination Chamber and then moving on to, I mean, like it's whole, it's a whole story. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if they held it till WrestleMania oh, yeah. and make no, it a definitely. big WrestleMania definitely. match or have it back and forth or something like that. Yeah. Um, have that be the, you can have Kevin Owens win an Elimination Chamber and have the rematch yeah. at WrestleMania. But either way, I think whatever they do there will be amazing because Logan will do his biggest spot there. Kevin Owens is going to jump off something high yeah. like he always does at every WrestleMania. It's going to be a blast. It'll be great. It'll be great. Um, and then the Men's Rumble. Right? The Men's Rumble. Um, it was good. This is nothing special. Not a lot of surprises. No surprises. Well, Andrade. Andrade I mean, it wasn't a okay. surprise because okay. we knew he was coming, but... That actually was a surprise. Enough of a that. surprise, yeah. Um, a wasted Pat McAfee spot. Wasted Pat McAfee spot. People thought that that might have been Brock Lesnar's spot initially, before we <laughs> found it wasn't. They yeah. thought, oh, yeah, well, Brock was going to come in here. Well, we don't have anybody else to put in, so we'll have Pat McAfee do a joke. Yeah. Uh, but apparently that wasn't the case. Uh, it was humorous. Yeah. But it wasn't. It didn't have a it didn't have a point to it. No Kofi spot either. No Kofi. Yeah, that was a bummer. I think starting with the Usos was cool. I think starting with the Usos was great. I yeah. yeah, it was a the that the when the hit when the music for J, uh, Jay hit it was. Yeah. Oh boy, that's cool. Yeah. It's been the first time since they split. I mean, did I say the wrong one? I don't remember. I don't remember. But Jimmy and Jay. Faced off for the first time since they kind of split. The, the mean one. The mean one. <laughs> uh, the no yeet. Someone pointed out that, uh, and now it's all I can see. It looks like it. that shirt says, why not? <laughs> <laughs> because the no is over the two E's. And now that's all I see is, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? Um, uh, go ahead. I don't remember why I wrote this in my notes, but uh, I, I'm reiterating, I don't want to see The Rock at WrestleMania. <laughs> well you're gonna i'm sorry uh i don't i, don't, I, don't, I just don't i feel like I the the 30 long. spot Sami Zayn, felt really underwhelming yeah. to, end, to end the night on yeah i don't hate Sami Zayn. i well i don't hate Sami just... Zayn, but i used to love Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. and now when he comes out i'm like okay yeah especially after the bloodline stuff he did that conspiracy theory thing, which was dumb. Right. Um, and then he was in the bloodline and it was good. It's real good. And, 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 back and then to he like, was out and it was all right. Whatever. He's, he's Sami Zayn. Um, you know, get him back with Kevin Owens and just keep them both together forever. Yeah, they're great. They're just, just great never together. split them up. Uh, I think Braun Breaker did a fantastic job, especially being the audible. Yeah. You know, the last minute. Um, I think the three, the final three being Cody, CM Punk and Gunther was spot on. And I genuinely did not know who of those three was going to win. That's pretty. Yeah. And I think Cody Rhodes winning was genuinely a surprise for most people. Cause I think a lot of people have written it off Yeah, for this year. Wasn't a surprise to me. I, I said it. You, well, yeah, but you're second choice though. Well, that's true. <laughs> That's we because, both we both picked CM Punk to win, which I'm glad they didn't go with because he's injured. He's injured, and then so they'd have to throw everything in the the hopper anyway. It would have worked. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. I, you know, the last few years of rumbles, they just 
there have been no surprise. And that was the thing you liked about, about rumbles was yes. like surprises and you know, the Kofi spots and all this, the like, very old wrestlers that shouldn't be wrestling anymore yeah. that show up just, just for this match. It's yeah. always fun. I just, you know, I still it was remember okay like hacksaw Jim Duggan coming in several years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the attitude era and the ruthless aggression era. Yeah. It, that was you know, fun. It's great. Um, but overall, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was a good pay-per-view. It's definitely better than last year's. I don't think last year's was great at all, if I'm remembering correctly. I vaguely remember last yeah. year's. This year's was really good. Men's Rumble could have been better. It felt, I guess it felt slower. If it was going a little faster, it might have felt a little better. Well, but, but also well, the pay-per-view just dragged out longer than it was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, it really dragged out long. Um, I think had the, had the Men's Rumble been a little bit better, this would have been... Uh, you know, a high A solid, yeah, a solid A um, rating for me. But you know, that's just that's just my thoughts. Minor complaints overall. Yeah, really good show. Yeah, no, really good show. Really good um, show. You know, especially because if and if this is what we're now getting, mm-hmm. um, and like creatively, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. I'm good. good with start. It. It's a good, good start. Bodes well. Well, moving on to our final segment, um, our throwback moment of the show. Throw. Good job. Back. That was clearly two words. I make it two words. <laughs> I make it. Um, like Dr. Cox stretching a two syllable word into a four syllable word, mm-hmm. which is the second or third Scrubs reference of the night. I ain't complaining. <laughs> that um, so we're just kind of going back over some of these, uh, some of these topics we've covered over the last uh few years um and just had some fun questions i thought um we could kind of pontificate on um and the first going back to our going hollywood episode um i want to know if you radio matt um as we are surrounded by pop figurines of all of these comic book and movie characters yeah by the way if, um, if you're watching the youtube version welcome to my home this is my office. This is my house. My is... my pop collection. Yes. A very good pop collection. And I keep looking at that Green Ranger one and I'm like, that is a three hundred dollar pop. It will be. It... it will be. You can sell that for a good <laughs> chunk of my everything Green Ranger is uh going up in price. For good reason. Um but if you could cast any wrestler in the MCU or the new DCEU which That's I think it's just many. called DCU now. Is it now yeah. the DCU, the, yeah. the new James, the James Gunn DC movies, <laughs> the, uh, new, the new James Gunn version, the James Gunn <laughs> gun cut? Uh, who would it be and why? Uh, so I didn't, I didn't go DCU route because I okay. couldn't think of anybody. Um, there's, they've already got so many wrestlers, and they the do, they do, they do have some. Uh, you know, John Cena, yeah. John Cena being John Cena doing a great peacemaker, doing a great peacemaker. Should peacemaker fold? I would love to see John Cena play Sentry, okay, which is MC or the Marvel's uh, version of Superman or answer to Superman rather, okay. uh, as I think that would be fun because uh, he's it would be the right temperament, the same kind of peacemaker, yeah, humor. I think mm. would be good, giving a less serious Superman esque uh, role. Uh, but the person that I pulled out uh, specifically is I think Finn Balor would make a good bullseye. Daredevils, Daredevils, uh, Nemesis. I could see that. I think uh, he's the right size for that. Definitely the right accent for it as well. Yeah. 
Um, you remember Colin Farrell played him in the movie with Ben Affleck. Yeah, uh, great Daredevil. movie. It was, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I didn't hate I didn't it, hate but it. it was also 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Bullseye is a former NSA agent turned uh, private assassin who can turn any object into a uh, lethal projectile. I believe he used paper clips in uh, the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Straightened a bunch out and then threw them and killed somebody. So, you know, if you can do that with a paperclip, you can do it with anything. I'm, I'm loving it. I know, I, I know they already had a bullseye in the Daredevil series. Yeah. So I don't know if they're planning yeah. to bring him back or if my, they were. But My favorite Colin Farrell... Uh, bullseye moment was when he's on the plane and he tears a playing card and chokes a woman with a peanut. Right. He just shoots it into her mouth. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Ridiculous. Anything can be a lethal projectile. Um, I would love, so, so there's two and neither one of them are really that serious of a suggestion. Um, but I think, uh, making triple H play, uh, maestro, the old man, Hulk, with the big beard and like you just paint triple H green. Yeah. And give him that. A, give <laughs> you like no CGI required. You don't need a CGI. It, I think it'd be, I think it would just be kind of dope. Um, a lot of people were saying triple H should play, um, the, uh, protagonist from God of war, whatever the guy's name in that. Any Never other, played the game. Any other time, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Kratos. Kratos. Kratos in God of War. Gosh. Um, a lot of people were saying that. Um, but my my suggestion he is... does look is, like, at least the, for the he later looks games, he looks a lot, lot like, like Kratos. Yeah. Um, what I think would be a lot of fun, um, and we're going deep cuts here, I want to see Chad Gable play Booster Gold. But I want him to like really ham up the like, oh, I'm a superhero. Look how great I am. I'm all, like, I would love it. Only because I also, and this would not be comic book accurate, but I would also love to see um, uh, Otis playing Blue Beetle. <laughs> and is this his buddy cop film? Okay. That would be funny. Um, but thinking about that, I honestly think L.A. Knight would be a perfect booster. Goal. L.A. Knight would be a good booster goal. Yeah. Um, in fact, L.A. Knight would probably be a fantastic booster gold. Um, I also think if you got somebody like Andrade to play like Wildcat, that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so those are a lot, a lot of good options. A lot of good options. A lot of good options there. Um, Love you know CM Punk was in like horror movies. I did not. Like two of them. Really? Yeah. Like recently. Like 2019. I didn't know that. Yeah. We need Braun Strowman as Swamp Thing. (laughs) That's what we need. Braun Strowman, he could be be Juggernaut. He he could be anything. He could be the thing. He just shows up and says, this is what I want. (laughs) Otis is the blob. (laughs) Just the blob. (laughs) Biggie Langston needs to be somewhere. Pepper pots. Pepper pots. That's he'd kill that's it. it. That's he'd crush it. it. Um 
so going into our uh this is actually two episodes um but we did a big guy and little guy episode did we do them back to back we did them back to back yeah um so here we have what is the best little guy versus big guy match um for me i think obviously um ray mysterio is in 90 percent of the little guy versus big guy matches um to me like, i specifically avoided ray mysterio so yeah, did you okay cool um <laughs> not that i dislike him i love him but uh any of the ray mysterio versus uh versus undertaker ray mm-hmm. mysterio versus kane and ray mysterio versus big show i forgot about that one yeah yeah those are three very 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 solid matches um and even even him wrestling like the great Kali, there are a couple of guys who have made the great Kali bearable to watch, and he is one of them. Okay. Okay. I don't hate that. Uh, I have two options. Um, my first one is taking us back to the Armageddon pay-per-view of 1999. Okay. And this was Kane versus X-Pac. After okay. they had their fantastic tag team run. And then they turned on each other. Yeah. This was kind of like the the end point of it with a brilliant cage match. It was so entertaining to watch. And then also having just the emotional turmoil of, you were once best friends. Yeah. What have you done? <laughs> okay. So, because you, you don't necessarily always think of X-Pac as a little guy. Oh, he's so tiny. He's in, he was he's in, I know he was in a cruiserweight. Teeny, tiny. Like, I know. Um, so does that mean that for this question... Um, Taker Shawn Michaels counts. Maybe. And if that and if it counts, <laughs> that's the best. That's the best match of all yeah, time. No way to, so, anytime they got together, but anytime. But uh, I also have a uh, Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar on here. I forgot that happened. It was such a good match, and it was like the first time you thought someone was going to overtake Brock Lesnar. That was that was an amazing match. Like we thought he was because that was during the that was during the era where every Brock Lesnar match was him doing eighteen F fives, yeah, uh, or suplexes rather, and one F five and then it's over. Yeah, and it started that way, and then Daniel Bryan broke out and surprised Brock Lesnar and almost made it, almost made it to the end. Like it was really good. Um. Uh- Going back to our stupid stuff uh, oh. episode, a, f- a fun a fun episode um, where we talked about things that we just thought were absolute dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, dog water, uh, dog water. <laughs> uh, what was something from twenty twenty three that was just too dumb for you to believe? Uh, I have two. Shane McMahon showing up out of nowhere for a WrestleMania match and then immediately injuring himself. What happened wasn't like unbelievable, but that anyone behind the scenes thought, how did this work? This is what we wanted uh, an unannounced Shane McMahon match. Uh, I'll just spoke to like the obliviousness of the booking at the time because this was when Vince McMahon had weaseled his way back in. Yeah. I do think Snoop Dogg did a good job covering for it. They covered, but that shouldn't have have even started. Uh, (laughs) And then furthermore, just that Vince McMahon returned to creative at all. See, and that was actually mine. Um, Go ahead. The, the fact that uh, you got him out mm-hmm. and 
for the exact same thing that he's being charged with. I mean, it's, it's well, not the exact a little same bit thing. lighter, but yeah, um, you know, and then you let him back in and sunk his claws into the biggest show of the year. Um, after we had had three months of fantastic program. Yeah. We were so excited with how things were going. It was, it was so like an good. immediate change. It was a switch flip. Yeah. The day that it was finally trips in charge. We're like, this is going to be good. This is going to be fantastic. And, uh, then, then they just like, somebody had this great idea of like, Oh, let's just bring them back. Maybe nobody had the great, maybe you're just like, it's my company. I'll do whatever I want. I feel like that's kind of what it was like yeah. with the TKO thing is like, well, I'm back y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody could say boo about it. Um, the other thing about Vince McMahon that I think is just, uh, too stupid to believe is the, um, uh, the Gomez mustache. Oh, like he died. Like, did he expect us to believe that? Did he expect us to believe that was his hair and his mustache? <laughs> or was he was like, no, nah, 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 I don't care if anybody believes it. I'm going to make a joke. Look. And it's, uh, I was going to make a joke and it would be terrible. So I'm not going to, but it's just, it's just, that was awful. <laughs> so- <laughs> So I was looking back through our text. I'll let you finish. But I was looking back through our text, and I had asked you a question, and I won't ask the question, but um, I was like, how many times can I say this without getting in trouble? And you were like, as long as you don't make any jokes about it, you're fine. And I don't remember what I was talking about, because apparently I was like, if I can't make jokes about it, <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah, let's just move on. Um, yeah, the, uh, the 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 Gomez hair, like it was awful. Who, who let you? Somebody let him leave his house looking like that. He well, passed. He passed three hundred people on his way to that interview, <laughs> and every single one of them look great, boss. Yeah, every single one of them should be kicked out of his life. <laughs> they they're part of the problem. They're just as much a part of the problem as as he is. Um, uh, so. It, Speaking of Vince McMahon uh, coming back, we we talked about um, the Helmsley era mm-hmm. the first time mm-hmm. um, and how great and, and awesome it was. Uh, what do you think this new Hemsley era will look like, if it's going to be even be a Hemsley era? Um, I don't think that Helmsley will be a character moving forward. Yeah. I think that portion of his career is over. Um, just... I think that's his preference. Um, yeah. As fun as it is to have him as like this authority figure to fight mm-hmm. like it was with the authority and things of that nature. Um, I don't think he's looking to add more to his plate. Uh, he seems like he's more content in the back and letting the general managers be the authority figures, which mm-hmm. I think is the right move. Um, but honestly, I haven't been this invested in WWE in in quite a long time yeah like we had that three month period and then i was devastated oh yeah for a long time and these last few months it's the, really the been... amount of wrestling i've watched since last year's wrestlemania is dismal right <laughs> but i'm getting that feeling back again yeah uh, um there's still plenty of room for improvement but yeah it feels like a really clean slate especially now that vince is 100 percent out yeah like it seems Blue skies ahead. 99% out. <laughs> 99% out. We got to say 90. There's no 100% anymore. Um, 
Yeah, no, and, and I'm excited, but I'm also excited because I think that there are a lot of people that now when I hear the rumors like MJF coming to WWE, I find them to be more believable. I'm not sure that I believe it, but you know, guys like MJF, guys like Samoa Joe, guys like Daniel Bryan, who may be waiting to come back until Triple H is, you know, in charge. Right. I mean, we got CM Punk back. How, who thought that was going to happen, man? Not I. Ever. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I think what it is, it's that same feeling is that I don't know what's coming next. Yeah. And that's a good feeling. Yeah. Because it's been so predictable under Vince McMahon for the last decade, it feels oh, yeah. like. And now it's like a soft reboot, I guess yeah. is what it feels like. Yeah. Where they're going to take this in a new direction and I have no idea which way it's going to go. I think everything's just going to get solidified mm -hmm. in a less chaotic way. Um, I'm, I'm very, very excited about that. Well, finally looking back at, I don't have the question in front of me. Uh, finally looking back, uh, at our episode titled New Guy, uh, about guys reinventing themselves and coming up with new characters. Uh, who reinvented themselves best in 2023? And if it's not CM Punk, I don't know who it is. You think it's CM Punk, huh? I think CM Punk has, is, I, I like WWE CM Punk significantly more than I like AEW CM Punk. That's true. But we haven't really got to experience no. WWE CM and Punk. That's enough. true. That's true. But the fact that he's back at wrestling regardless true um is <clears throat> is is a huge thing um I, I because at first my thought was cody rhodes but he has been reinventing for eight years now almost right like um they this isn't a 2023 reinvention it's it's everybody right right right, right. yeah you couldn't call it 2023 yeah um but uh mine might be a surprising choice then if you went all the way to cm punk okay baron corbin Oh my gosh, yes. He was floundering on the main roster, no matter what they tried. But he was beloved in NXT, and now he's back in NXT and has been very entertaining. Go Wolf Dogs. Oh my god. <laughs> you were thinking about us in the shower? You thought about this? <laughs> how long have you been, how long did it take you to come up with that? Oh, three, four weeks. We've only been a team for two weeks. Feels like how longer. longer. <laughs> That's the I, only reason I don't want to see right, Braun Breaker exactly. come to the main roster. I was I'm like, just about to say is, the same thing. That would be that would be the tragedy of having Braun Breaker this move is up. The best. I hope if he do if he does move up, he's in both for a while. Yeah. To at least give us a little bit more of the Wolf Dogs. Um, <laughs> can I say that it's not a reinvention of character? But Bobby Lashley over the last year has separated himself from a guy that's a part of a faction to like, he's a leader. He's a leader. He's a standalone guy. Um, I think that's, I agree. That's big. Bobby Lashley has been good. Now um, I, I hate, I hate the name. The pride. The pride. Mm -hmm. you, you don't want to, you don't want to call us hurt. Hurt Business 2.0, the pride. <laughs> I wouldn't have been mad at Hurt Business continuing. Yeah, no, name. because it's the exact same thing. It's, it's the same it's, gimmick, yeah. It's it's great With to him be. and the uh, MVP spot. Well, hopefully, uh, 
we will also be reinventing and getting better and uh, becoming the podcast you need us to be, guys. <laughs> um, that's our show for us today. Uh, we are we are excited for season seven. Um, we are excited for this year in wrestling, uh, and we are excited for you guys to join us on this journey. It's just been an emotional ride. <laughs> this whole this whole break, like. I feel like more breaks, uh, more this break more than most yeah. that we've taken. It just felt like so much happened. Yeah. Of note. And, and this is. We couldn't, we would have probably gone through a lot of it. Oh, yeah. Had it not been overshadowed by everything that happened just in the last week. Yeah. But it's been a good time because Vince McMahon's been out of creative for a bit now. Yeah. It's been a good time of wrestling. And. Again, just that excitement of not knowing what's happening next, something that I have not felt yeah. in over a decade, maybe longer. I, I, I couldn't be happier. I'm pumped for it. You guys are pumped for it. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, but until then, you can check us out on our socials, uh, any of our socials, at two words LTN and really just go to um, love thy and check out all of the programming that, that they've got over there. Because um, if you like this show, then you're really going to like the other stuff they've got. You're going to like the good stuff they have. Um, if you like this, so <laughs> you, know. you like this and you're setting the bar way low. There's so much stuff. <laughs> your bars. You could go way higher if you wanted to, um, but we do appreciate your support at two words, LTN like subscribe, uh, follow whatever you do on those. Uh, and we will be back in a couple of weeks, but until then, my name's John, his name's Matt. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Goodbye.